0: This is Lindy from L.A. and Lori from New York. Welcome to the Live Your Light Show.
1: And here we are on a very special
0: holiday, actually. Are we not? I think we are. And I really like uh, your question today. (laughs) That's right. I had a question, didn't I? that we wanted
1: wanted to pose to our audience. It's just a question to ponder, right? Right. Do you want me to say it?
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So
1: we were talking about Mother's Day and all the different ways that people feel about it, the ways people celebrate it, think about it, you know? um, And I was thinking, not everybody has this uh, wonderful woohoo it's mother's Day thing that yeah. Hallmark that Hallmark would want us to have, <laughs> but you know it, it could be a complicated thing for some people for some people that um, are not mothers um, for people that are motherless because they lost their mom at a young age or even recently um, people who Never really embraced the role of mothering, you know, and had children, but it wasn't um, the biggest thing in their lives. I mean, there's all different versions. And yeah, um, yeah, and I think one of the things that came to me was really it's a time maybe we can reflect on how and if uh, we mother ourselves, you know what does mothering mean and how can we apply it to ourselves?
0: I love this. I, I, I totally embrace this concept. I agree. And this is the universal part of mothering. Yeah. It's coming down, comes back to ourselves. I um, was looking at quotes and uh, one of the ones that came up is be kind, be patient, be generous be all these things to yourself. That is where it begins.
1: That's beautiful. I love that. Yes.
0: I think that in the perfect world, this is really what we, our message is about mothers. You know, it's the first place um, that we are accepted that we are truly loved for who and what we are. Mm -hmm. And, um, being kind and being understanding and being patient. And it's so important that we give that to ourselves. Yeah, I mean, what
1: I've seen too, What I don't know if you've noticed this, but, and it's not like a, a generalization, Well, maybe it is, <laughs> but I mean, for some, some people I noticed um, would rather mother others than themselves Mm -hmm. or or they they focus the mothering and only feel good about it when it's related to others, their own children. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they get kind of um, entrenched in the role of mother as opposed to like really embodying mother in terms of how am I mothering myself? How am I nurturing myself? How am I giving to myself? How am I honoring myself? Um, you know, it's just not, Oh my gosh. Right. It's just not in our culture to focus on that.
0: No. And I think this was one of the, the discussions that we had in earlier podcast about fear, the faces of fear. And one of them is instead of in the face of fear, taking care of ourselves, we take care of others. And I. Right. Can see it so clearly in myself. Mm-hmm. So I think you bring up a really good point. And in, it's difficult because we have that message of shame because a lot of people say, well, you're just thinking about yourself. That isn't really what's going on. No, I mean, it's, I, for some people, I think that
1: mothering others is kind of a way that they're mothering themselves. They're kind of doing it through someone else. Um, so it, in indirectly, I think it, it also nurtures ourselves when we're nurturing others but it still doesn't really address the when you're really alone or when you're really feeling despair or confusion and or pain in any way a lot of times we just we call out for mother if we had a good experience with mother or we feel Mm -hmm. like we we want mothering we need we need to bring that nurturing into our lives to help us feel grounded and safe and loved.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was just um, thinking about that, going back to when we mother other, others instead of, I think for me, the, one of the biggest lessons was to learn how to mother myself first and from my cup runneth over, then I can nurture and mother others.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's also and it comes part from that. that
1: place. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, no. no. but it's also part of that. You're healing when you're mothering others, you know? Yes, yes, it, it, yeah. It, just, it heals the part of you that maybe wasn't mothered the way you needed to be, and, and it, it's great if we can have the experience with our own children. But but the mothering piece, I don't know, I, I think more of Mother Earth, like, you know, like we, maybe that's the kind of mothering we should be, really be embracing on this kind Ooh, of holiday. I like that. You know, like, yeah. how are we supporting Mother Earth? How is she supporting us? How does she nurture us? How mm-hmm. do, How does she just regenerate and renew herself? You know, it's a good role model for us.
0: So are we talking about the uh, feminine, divine, the divine feminine?
1: I think that's part of it.
0: Well, what does mother mean (laughs) to you?
1: First, what does it mean to me? Yes. Yes. Feeling held and safe and accepted.
0: Mm. Um,
1: I think those are the words that come up for me and for everybody, it would be different, I guess, you know. Um, and I know over the years, I have attracted or drawn people into my life to be the mothering type of energy that I needed at different times. I don't know if you found that as well.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. I've had lots of surrogate mothers. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful thing because
1: if we didn't have it growing up or we lost it early on, um, it's great to be able to find that in other people and, and respond to it in, uh, you know, really allow ourselves to receive from those people because it's still
0: healing the inside, you know? Well, I think that's key right there what you said. We allowed ourselves to receive. Yes.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's the big part is, you know, I guess as adults we feel like we're supposed to be able to handle everything and we're supposed to be Uh, independent self-sufficient but there are times that we just want to crawl onto somebody's lap in the fetal position (laughs) I mean especially the last few years um, you know it's I think that need is there I mean to this day sometimes if I get hurt or if I'm feeling really uh stressed or I'm not feeling good and just in a whiny kind of a Regressing, I kind of regress to infant m- mode when I'm alone. I end up saying, I end up calling for my mother. I end up just sitting there going, Ma, because
0: <laughs> <that's>
1: <laughs> my primal you know response is like somebody come and take care of me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's it's really important. like it that's why it's so interesting to me, even though I am a mother. And this is supposed to be my day. <laughs> I always think of my mother on this holiday. I, you know, I don't think of myself so much as mother as I do about my mother and my grandmother. So it's just interesting to me when
0: people start saying, oh, happy Mother's Day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's for me, too. <laughs> so- that's true. I've really not pondered that my uh, grandmother before I think of myself. On Mother's Day, yeah,
1: yeah, I think that that's why it could be a very uh, bittersweet kind of a day. It's not all about you know brunch and mimosa. It's it's, (laughs) although I'm not knocking that at all.
0: I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) Well, come on, that's because that's what you're going to be doing pretty soon. That's right. (laughs) Not to knock that, I highly recommend that if you can do it. But
1: you know, it's just. It's a complicated kind of energy. Um, well, I think you know, going
0: back to the Mother Earth comment that you made is it brings it. It doesn't have to be complicated. That's that's the thing that I'm getting as um, I'm getting older. It's easy within myself, and it's easier for me to accept it and receive it from others.
1: Yeah, and that was a lifelong process. Right.
0: Exactly. And it comes down to being simple, but oh my gosh, how complicated did I make it in my life?
1: Well, yeah, because I think on some level we adopt this, you know, belief that we're not lovable or on some level we were rejected or didn't get something. So there must be something wrong with us. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Instead of adopting the I am enough and I am loved, you know, affirmation to remind yourself that you know there is love available and it doesn't have to just come from one source and 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 it comes from within if you do the work and if you allow yourself to really receive when you do you know have those interactions with others that lift you up like give yourself that moment to just take it in like you experienced yesterday just being with family finally after so many months, just taking in that, that love and that energy. You didn't have to be doing anything. or You were just letting yourself fill up.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And That's so true. That's so true. It's just beautiful. And I love that. And accepting all the love and the joy and the moments that we had and that's
1: how we can mother ourselves. Like, you know, even if it's, if we're walking on a trail and and we're surrounded by beauty or we see something blooming that catches our eye, like maybe making a conscious effort to see that as nurturing and love coming from mother earth that we can take in. You know, I was with somebody the other day who was just reveling I guess that's the word I don't usually use that word (laughs) and in in the view of this tree that she was able to see from her yard and just and Mm. listening to her speak about it she was like there was this exchange of love that she was describing that at first I was thinking well, this is interesting. Like I couldn't, wrap, <laughs> I couldn't wrap my head around it because I'm thinking, yes, it's a beautiful tree, but what are you saying? You know, like She was <laughs> like, she was so in love with the energy of the tree and, and this communion with the nature around her that I thought, wow, like if we all took that time that, and space to just feel that, which I can't say I do at, very often at all, but I'm, I'm going to learn from this person for sure. But if we could take that time to have that experience and like really feel that, that could be very powerful. Well,
0: obviously. <laughs> no. Well, you, you know what I love about that is that's part of taking care of ourselves. I did a focus wheel on uh, mothering myself and what that means to me of um, the statements that came up is I'm taking care of myself. And I think having and appreciating is taking care of ourselves because it buoys us. And the other thing I find for myself, because I I do a lot of self-nurturing things first thing when I get up. I meditate. I do yoga. I I do I really get into it. And I always think, whoa, I'm taking this time. I'm appreciating right now and I feel like that's been met for the rest of my day. And I think that's mm. the that mother energy. It takes care care of us. It embraces us. It helps yes. us go through and and um acknowledge, navigate whatever you want to say our day in a better space. Oh, that's great. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's true. It's If we started our day with, you know, what what are two things? You know how we always talk about gratitude, like you know, focus on the things you're grateful for at night before you go to bed and list all those things in your head or in your journal. Maybe the opposite would be to start your day like think of at least two ways you can mother or nurture yourself this morning before you start shifting your attention to everyone else. I I don't think we take the time to do that. I know I don't. I mean, I'll do the I'll do meditation to kind of quiet my mind and maybe get into a focused state, so that I can then just jump right into my day. <laughs> you know? But nurturing myself in the morning, uh, no.
0: Well, it goes back to to yeah, I know we all get busy and we get harried through our life. And I read um, a quote saying yes on instagram that said you know you think that it's expensive taking care of yourself but how much more expensive it is if, if you end up distress in one shape or another then how long do you go down for and i think that's the that's what you do right eat your your vegetables uh make today but i it also means spiritually you know, taking the time to appreciate to be in gratitude
1: And, and to, you know, when we give ourselves that time, like for me, the only thing that I can say I consistently do to, to nurture myself is cook or prepare um, either a breakfast, a smoothie or a dinner or something that is very um, healthy and satisfying. And especially with evening meals and things, anything that, where I can bring in and evoke the spirit of my ancestors and my mother and grandmother by the smells, and mm. my, so, so for me, through food is how I nurture myself um, and and give myself that connection and that um, that filling up of
0: the, that nurturing uh, energy. I love that. Yeah, you're taking it in. You're smelling it. You're feeling it you're creating your artist is out oh my gosh that's beautiful that's a
1: weird yeah. of yourself it is i mean i you know i think for everyone it could be different it could be you know taking that walk in the morning or you know enjoying a bath once a week you know with the candles lit i mean it doesn't have to be expensive at all it could just be uh, taking time To just sit and read your favorite book, something that's going to fill you up. Uh, Yeah. And keep saying fill you up, so I guess that's the theme. (laughs) So so maybe we could talk about, like maybe people can share things that they do or or plan to do, or how can we create that in our lives? Um, You know, because I think mothering kind of gets a bad rap sometimes because we talk, we talk about the overprotective mom and the enabling. Oh, the mom helicopter, mom. <laughs> the helicopter mom, the enabling mom, the, the yeah. available mom, like this motherhood equals guilt. I always heard that, you know, mother shame. Yeah. Mother is synonymous <laughs> with guilt and shame because you're always bad as a mom. You never do anything right or you didn't do enough or you did too much or, I shouldn't have said that or I should have said more. <laughs> I don't think there's an interaction with your child that doesn't have some little voice play in the background that says, Oh, why did I do that? Or I shouldn't have, or I should have, or why didn't I? True. You know? True. And then as they get to be adults, we want to t- <laughs> take on responsibility for what they're going through. It's they're a reflection of us and all of that. It just it just gets really murky is that, a, is that a word
0: and you know how much do we do that to ourselves exactly. where we're shaming ourselves and we're condemning ourselves when really if we were nurturing like i would be my own best cheerleader if my, i'm nurturing myself as my mom mm-hmm. right yeah i love the way you said that because that was so clear to me oh my gosh it's one thing, yeah, but really that first relationship, relationship with ourselves. And I think that for me, and mother myself, me a better mother.
1: Hmm. Well, yeah, because otherwise what I've seen over the years is if people don't take the time to mother themselves, then you know, they are totally relying on their child for their happiness to fill their needs. And so it, it all becomes about giving and being for someone else. And, and, and a lot of people I know who have taken on that kind of role in their lives where it's all about what this child can give back to me and how much I could give them so that they'll love me. And, you know, that's what I mean It's when it's not coming from a place of self-love, it, it puts a lot of pressure on the, uh, the children. I mean, it, it, may, it yeah. may not be spoken. You know, it's a lot of it's unconscious, unspoken, but
0: children feel that pressure. Don't you think? Absolutely. And that's in the beginning when we started our conversation, that's what I um, felt like you were pointing at, is the, how dysfunctional that gets. When mom is relying on them. And I was there when mine were little. I was conscious that I would hide behind them. That I was, mm, this is just, but, you know, that's why I like the Cabral Jabram on your um, children. And, it, you know, they're the arrows. And we are the bows that they are shot into the know tomorrow. And that. that release is important because they don't, we can't live. Nor are we supposed to, but that pressure put on them really, really morphs the relationship unconsciously. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that it's it's always pretty obvious, but you know, and it reminds me of that that whole thing where, you know, when a person is very into their career and they're professional or they have their own business and they they label themselves whatever, lawyer research or whatever and then they retire and then they don't know who they are exactly it's you know so that's why I've seen a lot of people too who like you said it's good that you were aware of it and you were conscious of that you were so embroiled in the role of mother that that became really who you were and you weren't you didn't really acknowledge that there were other pieces to you until you started to be Come aware of it oh wait what am I doing here <laughs> I'm not just a mother that's one of the many things I am
0: exactly and the other what part of what woke me up as well is I didn't want to teach my children that I wanted them to in my soul in different ways with this world. other things going on with me besides just hovering over them and taking care of yeah. all their needs Yeah, and that's a great
1: thing to teach your kids, because, you know, I've always been worried about people that I've known in the past, like their, their only focus was on this role of mother. And when it came time for their child, like you said, for the arrow to fly, they were devastated, they couldn't function, they didn't know who they were, or how to live or how to, it was almost unbearable. Um and so that's that's why I guess we go back to the original thing of today, which is learning how to nurture ourselves and write maybe write down, like what is it that we would need, you know? What what is it that we need right now?
0: Well, one of the the of this conversation I wanted to come back to is when that arrow is released, we'll go inside of ourselves. Tell me more. Mm. That got a pin drop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, what about my arrow inside? Oh. Tell me more.
0: <laughs> so when we're nurturing and we're taking care of ourselves, I also believe, you know, we get certain insights about where to go in our life. And part of being able to release, like our children, being the mother, being parents, I believe also comes back to ourselves and allowing ourselves the freedom to go out there and explore to, to the directions of our dreams. Oh, yes,
1: I see what you're saying. Yes, yeah, but we have to value ourselves enough to do that,
0: right? And I that to me is
1: yes, because you know, you, you think of the architect archetype of mother, like the, the you know, the the nurturing, supportive—you can do anything, you can be anything—kind of a uh, presence. You know, if if we don't have that internally, it's much harder. You know, to go out in the world if we don't really have that belief that we deserve to have this and we deserve to pursue our passions outside of our family roles.
0: Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's a message that uh, we have given ourselves as a culture over and over. It goes back to that commercial in the 1970s. What is it that was that um, a cigarette commercial? I can't remember, but it's oh, um, I take care of the kids, I can take care of the house, and I can bring home the bacon, and I can never, ever let you forget you're a man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. kind of but I think. It starts with is take that within ourselves first. And then whatever flourishes is, is our individual story. And that's perfect. We're perfect. Just the way we are. Not fitting into the, that stereotypical perfect mother, perfect professional, perfect uh, husband, wife, whatever it is. And that's the other energy I mother energy is is loving us who as who we are just the right. our being yeah
1: yeah it's true it's very powerful i mean even just to do or i've done some of those meditations visualization where they you know they guide you to picture yourself as an infant and you know being held and like really let yourself feel that, like what that felt like you know um and just to evoke that energy for ourselves when we're feeling lost or scared or, you know, confused or disheartened. We're
0: super excited. Like, I just accomplished something. Who's who's there saying, yes, I'm that's so right. proud of you? That's very true.
1: <laughs> no, that's very true because, you know, a lot of times that's the person you would want to share with, right? Somebody right. Who, who would be so proud of you. you know? Right. So how can we give that to ourselves? That you did so good. Good for you. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Big hug to <laughs> myself.
0: Big hug. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So,
0: yeah. I wanted to share yeah. one more that I found. Okay. Yes, please do. Self-care is not, indeed not it allows us to show up in those tumu- this tumultuous world as the best versions of ourselves ah mm-hmm.
1: nice that's beautiful yeah. i may do if you can send that to me i'm going to put that on our description for our part, podcast today
0: absolutely
1: that's great so think of today as a way to kick off your self-mothering journey and think of at least one thing you could do to nurture and care for yourself in that loving way.
0: And then let's get out there and be the very best version of ourselves that we can be. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> all right <let's, laughs> calm yourself <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll in the beginning all right so i'm finishing with a <laughs> well, there's the juice <laughs> sending hugs and love to all of you everybody have a wonderful day